My name's Jamie McDermott, and I'm joined by Shabnam Ali Khan and Mariam Sal of the law firm Russell Cook. They're part of a team of lawyers who deal with helping flat owners to extend their leases. In this podcast, we'll be going through the answers to the five basic questions we get asked most often about the lease extension process. We hope this will give you a good introduction to how the lease extension process works. So, I'm a flat owner. I want to extend my lease to make my flat more marketable. What are my rights? Good question, Jamie. You probably have the right to apply for a lease extension of your flat. It's a statutory right, meaning it is granted by an Act of Parliament. In this case, the Act is the Leasehold Reform, Housing and Urban Development Act 1993. Let's just call it the 1993 Act. This right is to an additional 90-year term at no ground rent under the same lease. The terms of the new lease can be changed in some very limited circumstances, but they're a bit complicated, so I won't go into them now. You can read about those on our fact sheet if you're really interested. Okay, so just to be clear, when would the 90 years start running? From when I get the extension? No, the 90-year term is added onto the end of the remaining term of your lease. Ah, okay, thanks. So if I have 85 years left on my lease now, I could end up with a 175-year lease? Yes, that's right. There is another route you can go down if you don't qualify. You can try to negotiate a lease extension with your landlord on a voluntary basis. However, the problem with extending a lease on a voluntary basis is that anything in the lease can be changed. For example, your landlord may try to use the opportunity to increase the ground rent. Also, as a leaseholder, you'd need the consent of your mortgage lender to go down this voluntary route. And how do I know whether I have the right to extend under the 1993 Act? There are two main qualifying criteria for a statutory lease extension. Firstly, you must have a long lease which was originally granted for a term of more than 21 years. There are other types of long leases, but this is the main one. Secondly, you must have owned the flat and have been the registered proprietor at the land registry for at least two years before serving a notice to say that you intend to extend your lease. This is called a Section 42 notice. You don't need to be living in the flat though. There are some exceptions that would mean you won't qualify even if you meet the criteria. If you hold a business or a commercial lease over a shop or office space, you won't qualify for this right. And if your landlord is a charitable housing trust and the flat is provided as part of the trust's charitable functions, then your landlord won't have to grant you a lease extension. Okay, so I've decided I want to go ahead and from what you've said, I think I qualify. What should I do first? Right, so as we've said, you can obtain an extension to your lease at no ground rent, but unfortunately you will need to pay a premium. Because of this, your first step has to be to instruct a professional valuer to inspect the property and give you guidance on the potential premium payable. The valuer will usually suggest an opening offer. Once you have this figure, you will be in a position to serve a notice on your landlord telling them that you are exercising your statutory right to extend your lease and naming the price you're willing to pay. Um, serve a notice? How do I do that? Alright, so this is where it gets a little bit more complicated. Well, well, I don't mind hearing the idiot-proof version then. <laughs> okay, so let's say that I'm the landlord and Mariam is your solicitor. As your solicitor, I'm the one who has to serve the notice on your landlord and I have to include a deadline for service of a counter notice. The deadline must be at least two months from the date of the notice. Yes, and as your landlord, I now have until that date to serve my counter notice, which is my response to your notice. I might at this point do one of the following. The most likely reaction is to accept that you have the right to a lease extension. Thanks very much. You're welcome. But I probably won't just accept the premium you have suggested. 
I will make a counter offer. If I do, then there are two months from the date of my counter notice for you to negotiate and agree the premium. If we can't come to an agreement with each other, then we have a four month window from that deadline to apply to the first tier tribunal. They will make a decision about any terms that can't be agreed. We can continue to negotiate during this four month window and then withdraw from the pro tribunal process if we can reach an agreement. Another option is that I challenge your right to a lease extension on the grounds that you don't meet one of the qualifying criteria. Then I have to seek a declaration from the county court that you don't qualify. Or I could challenge the validity of the section 42 notice, then the county court may declare it invalid. You can then reserve a valid notice and the clock starts ticking again. Once we have agreed the terms or the tribunal has made a decision and the right to appeal any decision has passed, then the new lease must be completed within two months. If the lease is not completed, then we have a further two month window to complete the lease or apply to the county court. Have you got that? Um, more or less. Most importantly, how much will it cost me? Well, I can't put a figure on that without more details. As I mentioned, you will need to agree the correct premium for the lease extension and pay it to your landlord. If your lease has under 80 years left to run, this will increase the amount you have to pay. This is called, by a very old-fashioned name, marriage value. Putting it really simply, this is how much more your flat will be worth with the extra 90-year lease extension. For this reason, we recommend that, where possible, you serve a Section 42 notice before the term falls below 80 years so that this marriage value won't be payable. You will have to pay certain elements of your landlord's reasonable legal and surveyor costs in relation to the lease extension. But if you have to go to a tribunal, each side has to bear their own fees incurred in connection with the tribunal. And what if I'm buying a flat but I don't want to wait two years before I can extend my lease? Okay, so the leaseholder who's selling their flat to you can serve a Section 42 notice on the landlord and then pass on the benefit of the notice to you as the buyer. This allows you to avoid having to wait two years before qualifying to extend the lease. This process is usually done using a separate notice of assignment, which is signed by you and the seller, and the assignment is referenced in the contract. The actual notice is usually served after the exchange of contracts. Okay, so let me check I've understood this all. If I want to increase the term of my lease by an additional 90 years at a peppercorn ground rent, I should check that I have held the legal title to my flat for at least two years on a long lease that was originally for more than 21 years. First, I need to get a valuer to work out how much the lease extension would cost me. Then I need to get my solicitor to serve a section 42 notice on the landlord with a proposed premium. Then there's a bit of to and fro as everyone haggles until we agree on a price. If I'm buying a flat on a short lease, I can get the seller to do all this for me and assign it to me on completion. Am I right? Brilliant. Correct. But that's putting it very simply. There are a lot of potential complicating factors, so you really must instruct a solicitor before you do anything else. And we should also stress the importance of using a professional valuer. Yes, and if you have any questions about what you've heard in this podcast, or if you would like to instruct us in relation to a lease extension, please do give us a call. You can reach us on 0203 826 7550 and ask to speak to me, Shabnam Ali Khan, or me, Mariam Zaus, or anyone in the enfranchisement team. Also, all of our details can be found on russell-cook.co.uk, where you can also find our fact sheets, which have a lot more information.